Today, we come once more to Psalms 23. We're going to start with verse 1, and we'll read all six verses. It reads, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me besides the still water. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you, Lord, for this word that you've given us for today. May it be a blessing to all of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today I want to speak with you, share with you from the topic, surely, with the subtopic, make sure you know what you know. Surely. I want to give a synopsis, a breakdown, a summary of what we have studied thus far from the Psalms. First, David identified to us who the shepherd is when he said, the Lord is my shepherd. And then David identified his own need for a shepherd by saying that the Lord is my shepherd. David identified his current need For the shepherd and saying that the Lord is my shepherd, meaning no matter what his current condition or what his current need was, be it bad or be it good. He needed the shepherd's guidance, provision and protection. (laughs) Also, we have a summary of how good the shepherd had been to David. He led him to green pastures. He led him to still waters. He restored his soul. He led him on paths that were righteous. He led him through dark valleys and he prepared a table before him in the presence of his enemies and anointed his head with oil. Now, I'd like for all of us to take the time right now to thank God for his goodness to us in the same way. God is our shepherd. 
God is not just David's shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Somebody ought to say that this morning. The Lord is my shepherd. I am identifying who my shepherd is, the one who guides me, provides for me, and protects me. I am identifying God as the one who is the source of my strength and my peace and my joy. Today, we take time to glorify him for being our Shepherd, we recognize our need for him, that we cannot do without him, that we must have him, that we will not make it without him. The Lord is my shepherd right now. He is my shepherd. No matter what the conditions are, he covers us and he keeps us. Listen, even when things are good, he's the one who's guiding us through the good seasons. But in the same way, he is the one who guides us through the difficult season. He restores our soul. He leads us in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And he prepares tables before us in the presence of our enemies and he anoints our heads with oil. Let's take a moment, real life, to thank God for being good to us in the same way that he was good to David. It does not stop with David, believer. God will be good to you in the same way that he was good to David if you would trust and believe if you would rely on him, if you would lean on him, I'm telling you, he will be good to you in the same way. Now let's get to today's message. The first thing I want to say to you is that we all have got to be sure that we make sure we know what we know. In a world where so many things were uncertain, David said, surely. What does surely mean? Surely is used to emphasize the speaker's firm belief that what they are saying is true. And often they are surprised that there is any doubt to what they're saying. That's the Oxford languages. Let me say that again. Surely is used to emphasize the speaker's firm belief that what they are saying is true. And often there is any doubt. Often they're surprised that there is any doubt of this. Surely also means without doubt, with confidence, without fail. Definitely, inevitably, which means in a way that cannot be avoided or escaped, as will certainly or necessarily happen. David, in a world where so many things are uncertain, declares surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Without doubt, 
with confidence, without fail, definitely, inevitably, in a way that cannot be avoided or escaped. It will certainly and necessarily happen. Goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. With all of the things that David did not know, these were the things that he did know. It is our struggle with what we do not know that causes us so much grief. But people of God, our peace is rooted in what we do know. So much of our time, energy, and efforts are placed in trying to figure out what we don't know how certain things are going to work out, how things are going to resolve themselves. But our peace is rooted in what we do know. So in a world where David didn't know a lot of things, in a world where so many things were uncertain, in a world where David had no control over so many different areas of his own personal life and the lives of those around him, David declared one thing with certainty, one thing he spoke definitively. He said, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. David, he decided that he would hang his hat on what he did know. And there's so much going on, even today, that we don't know the answer to. There's so much, there is more uncertainty in the world we live in today than at any other time that I can remember. We've already spoken about COVID-19. We've spoken about that so much, I'd like to move on. We've got supply chain Log jams, ships sitting out in the Atlantic and the Pacific Ocean can't even get to port because things are so backed up. The prices for the groceries that we buy, the bags are smaller, but the prices are higher. Come on, talk to me, somebody. We're paying more for the fuel to fuel up our vehicle so we can go back to work. Back and forth to work. And can I say, everything's getting more expensive and everything's going up, but our pay is still the same. We go to some places and they still hadn't opened up the lobbies of their restaurant because they don't have enough employees to staff the place to deal with people in the restaurant and the drive through. So they only have the drive through. I went to one restaurant and they told me they were no longer serving to go plates, but you had to sit down and eat. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world that we live in today. But one thing is certain. Surely goodness and mercy are going to follow us. We've got to hang our hat on that surely. We've got to put our faith in that promise that God will never leave us nor will he forsake us. That God is good all the time and all the time God is good. There's a lot of hatred in the world but God is love. Talk to me somebody. There are a lot of people who don't care about you but God cares about you. 
you. Yes, there's a lot of needs that you have. But Paul said, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory. We have got to learn how to get our peace and our joy and our contentment from what we do know and stop worrying about what we don't. Yes, in a world of so many uncertainties, there are certainties. God is on the throne. Jesus is still Lord. There is nothing too hard for God. He can still make a way out of no way. He is still a healer and a deliverer. Come on, y'all. I wish somebody would shout today. Say, stand up on your feet today and shout out your surely. Come on, everybody, stand up on your two feet and shout out and declare your surely. The Lord is my keeper. The Lord sustains me. The Lord loves me. There are certainties in this world of uncertainties. It is our challenge, real life, covenant partners and friends. It is our challenge today to shift our focus from worrying about what we do not know to rejoicing over the things that we do know. This is the challenge of today's message. Hallelujah. For us to shift our focus from worrying about the things that we do not know to rejoicing over the things that we do know. We do know that the Lord is our shepherd. We do know that he is good at his job. We do know that nothing or no one can pluck us out of his hands. We do know that the promises of God are yes and amen. And we do know with all certainty, without a doubt, that God loves us. David was able to overcome the uncertainties of life with a focus on what he did know. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he said, I will fear no evil. Why, David? For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me, David says. What did David says, even though I'm in a dark place in my life, I know that God is with me. I know that he has his rod and he has his staff and that brings me comfort. I don't know what's in the shadows. I don't know what's in the caves. I don't know what I'm going to meet around the corner. But what I do know is that the shepherd is with me. 
And the shepherd knows how to protect me. The shepherd knows how to keep evil from coming upon me. The shepherd knows how to provide me. The shepherd knows how to lead me. See, in the world of uncertainties, I am certain of this one thing. The shepherd has me covered. So after David talks about this banquet table, that's been prepared for him in the presence of his enemies. His head being anointed with oil and his cup running over. David shouts out. I can imagine that David is so encouraged and he's so filled with joy right now that David cries out, surely. In a world of uncertainties, David says, surely. In a world where he doesn't know what he's going to face on tomorrow, he says, surely wherever I go, whatever I go through, whatever I encounter, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. I'll never be lonely another day of my life. I'll never be by myself another day of my life because goodness and mercy are tracking me. I can't get away from them, and I don't want to get away from them. Whatever you're dealing with right now, I want you to know goodness and mercy are there with you. They're there. They'll never leave you. <laughs> David says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me. I love that. I love that. He knew that goodness was on one side and mercy was on the other, and the shepherd was out in front of him which means he was covered on all sides. I don't know which side goodness is on. I don't know which side mercy is on. Don't matter as long as they're in that spot. <laughs> and I know that the shepherd is out in front of me and David knew that he was completely and totally covered. He knew he was surrounded. Listen to what he says. Listen to the breakdown. He says, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. Listen to this. He says, all the days of my life. David said, there will not be a day that I live that goodness and mercy won't be following me. Even when his son raises up a rebellion against him, goodness and mercy were following him. Even when Saul was hunting him and wanted to take his life, goodness and mercy were following him. Even, talk to me somebody, when he stood up in front of Goliath, goodness and mercy were following him. David said, at every high point in my life, at every low point in my life, and at every point in between, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Is anybody being encouraged by this today? I want you to stand up on your feet and declare goodness and mercy are following me. This is a positive declaration and affirmation that David is speaking out. David is saying, I believe that I'll never be without God's goodness and I'll never be without his mercy. He says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. They'll track me. 
They'll always be behind me all the days of my life. He says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He wasn't the only one that spoke like that. Psalm 91, 1 through 4, that many commentators attribute to Moses. It says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Listen to what he says. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Here's that word, verse 3. Surely he will deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. Listen to what the writer says. He says, surely he will deliver you. There are a lot of things the writer doesn't know. But there's one thing that the writer does know. Surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from the noisome pestilence. Surely he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you are going to be able to trust and his truth will be your shield and your buckler. Let's bring this to 2021. Going to read verses 3 and 4 from the New Living Translation. Listen to what it says. It says, for he will rescue you from every trap. Oh, let me drop that word surely in there. Surely he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly diseases. Somebody shout glory. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Even Paul was sure when he said in Romans 8, 38 and 39, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord, in a world filled with uncertainties. Paul says, I am persuaded that nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. I want to read it to you from the Amplified. I just want you to listen. You're not going to see it up on your screen, but I want you to hear it for the clarity. Listen to what it says. For I am convinced and continue to be convinced beyond any doubt that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things present and threatening nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth 
nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the unlimited love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hey, everybody, there's a lot of stuff that we don't know. There's a lot of things that we're not certain about. Yes, there's a whole lot that's up in the air, but there's one thing that is without question. Nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. I don't care how long COVID lasts. I don't care how long the supply chain is backed up. I don't care how many restaurants are empty. I don't care how high the prices go. One thing I do know is that nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. God will always be our shepherd. Goodness and mercy will always be following us all the days of our life. God will always be favoring us. God will always be keeping us. God will always be healing us. God will always be delivering us. Come on, somebody shout glory. There's a lot of things we don't know. But as believers in Jesus Christ, we hang our hats on what we do know. We know that God loves us and that God cares about us and that God has promised never to leave us or forsake us. We know that God's been good to us. There's a song that they used to sing, Deacon Maddox, when I was a little boy in church. I'm looking over at you, sir. They used to say, down through the years, the Lord has been good to me. Come on, anybody have that testimony? That down through the years, when you look back over your life, down through the years, God has been good to you. God has kept you. God has covered you. Even when we didn't deserve it. Well, we weren't even believing in him. We weren't living for him. We weren't trusting him. Can't you look back over your life and see that God was good to you? And now you're his. You're his child. You're his sheep. He's your shepherd. Guess what? He's got you. David said, I don't know a lot of stuff. Moses said, I don't know a lot of stuff. Paul said, I don't know a lot of stuff. But each one of them. They knew what they knew. David said, I know that goodness and mercy are going to follow me all the days of my life. I know I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Moses said, surely <laughs> he's going to deliver you from the snare of the fowler. And Paul says, I'm persuaded. I'm convinced that nothing here today and nothing coming tomorrow will be able to separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. And prior to that, in Romans 8, 28, <laughs> he says, and we know that all things work together for good for them who love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Paul said, we know. We got to make sure we know what we know. There are a lot of things that we don't know. And there are a lot of things that we may never know. But there are some things that we can with great certainty know. We can know. God loves us. God cares for us. God protects us. God provides for us. 
He will lead us. He will guide us. And we can say like David did, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And when it's all over, said and done, Deacon Maddox, we can shout out, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord <laughs> forever. Remember, David was able to overcome the uncertainties of life with a focus on what he did know and so can we. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today. Thank you for the testimony of David, Moses, and Paul. Thank you for our own testimony. There's a lot we don't know, but we know you. We know your promises. We know you keep every one of them. We know that there's nothing that you can't do. And we know that nothing will ever be able to separate us from your love. I pray, God, that we all be able to find peace in that, find joy in that, find contentment in that. That even though there are so many uncertainties, I pray that we will always be certain about those things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.